Hello, everyone. This is Wendy Susan Richmond, and I am here today. This is my uh, podcast number four. And today I want to talk to you about uh, something that happened to me a little while ago. Um, it's basically, I call it crying in front of an employer. For what? So <laughs> it all started about three years ago, and I wanted to do something with marketing. You know, because I had tried to help individual business owners with marketing, but I found that I wasn't able to really help them the way I wanted to. I would have, you know, coaching sessions and I'd even get, you know, good testimonials from them, but it just wasn't right. Uh, I was giving them surface level marketing advice. And, I mean, though it was good advice, uh, there was just something missing. And, you know, eventually my clients went away. I mean, they just stopped wanting to pay me and I and I had to do something else. Now, during this time, I was actually studying uh, from Dan Kennedy, who is a marketing guru. And one of the things that he expressed was niching your messages, your advice. I mean, basically helping a uh, niche, uh, niche of people, a group of people, a very specific group of people and getting results with them. This was going to help me get to my next level. Well, one of the niches that kept coming up with his advice was dentistry. I mean, he used to help dentists back in his early years, and he said it was a good market. Now, don't get me wrong. I hate dentists. I mean, all right, I hate going to the dentist. And one day, you know, as I was looking through Craigslist for a position, uh, uh, one popped up from a dental practice. And I thought, okay, you know, let me give it a try. Now, before I tell you about that, I, I need to let you know something that happened the day before my, uh, my interview. I was actually walking down my steps uh, in my home, and I tripped over my pant leg, and I flew down the stairs. I basically went head first into uh, about, down about eight steps into a small cabinet, head first. My nose bled, my face would cut on it, and you know I should have uh, go to the I should have gone to the emergency room in hindsight, but I didn't because uh, I had this you know I, I needed to get to this interview, and so the next day I went in for my interview, and as I was walking around, you know I uh, I saw that they knew what they were doing when it came to marketing. I mean they had already done a lot, and all that surface level stuff that I was teaching other people, they basically had that down. So it was a two-location, multi-million-dollar practice. One of the locations had been around for 17 years, and the other one was only there around for about a year. The practice was owned by two dentists who were married, and the woman in the practice, uh, she was the main marketer, and she was very skilled and had gotten the practice. Uh, one location was up to at least 55 patients a month, and the new one was up to like 30 or 40 new patients a month. And so they were doing well, but they needed someone to help them get to their next level. And I thought because they had already knew what they were doing when it was, uh, was going to be easy for me because I knew marketing. I'd been studying marketing for a couple of years now, and uh, they wanted me to help them get to 100 new patients a month. Uh, that was their goal for both locations, all right, for each. So I wanted 100 for one location, 100 for another. And, you know, I really thought that because you know, it was going to be a piece of cake because, you know, I had the knowledge and, uh, you know, I, I knew marketing. Okay. So now there's something really true about learning versus applying. I had learned a lot. 
I had listened to programs. I had gone to seminars. I went to trainings. I really, it, I mean, it really hit me that applying was so much more valuable than all the training. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, you need to do the learning, right? But what I found that I did and so many others do is that they get caught in a cycle of learn and learn and learn and not really just dig in and apply. I mean, I think even finding a niche is a challenge for so many people. I mean, it was for me. I mean, it still is. I mean, I know that I can help on a grander scale and I'm just trying to figure out who's going to be the main people that I help. I mean, for now, because I've had success in the dentistry industry, that's where I'm going to continue to help. Yet, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking is that who is going to be my ultimate person to help? All right, now let's, uh, sorry, I, I digress for a minute there, but let's let's go back to the story. So, you know, after I fell down uh, the stairs, the next day I went on my interview and I, you know, I used a lot of makeup and I even thought, you know, um, that, uh, in, that even though my back was, I mean, it was throbbing, uh, I mean, you would never know it as I walked into their practice. And I, I actually brought a big suitcase, a rolling suitcase, because I couldn't carry everything that I had. And, and, you know, they that was very memorable for them. That's the thing they always said is that they remember me, remember me walking in with this huge suitcase full of things. And, you know, I brought everything with me that I had. I had written a couple of books. I had put training programs together. I had examples of my speaking in front of large audiences. I had lots of examples of images of print ads. And, you know, they they gave me the job. Okay. So this practice was very specific with their goals and their statistics. All right. And after I'd been there for six months, this was the training time. Uh, this was, you know, the time that I was learning about their different locations, about what they do, and then ultimately what I, you know, was supposed to do. And they were getting to getting to know about me. Uh, that uh, it was my first big meeting with this dentist owner, the the main woman in the practice, and you know, she was really very nice, and you know. Uh, and so it wasn't that I, you know, I was getting yelled at or screamed at. I hadn't hit the goals. I hadn't been able to do what they uh, wanted me to do after working for them for six months. And I knew that I wasn't, uh, you know, living up to her ex expectations. Now, every week I would have a meeting with her and every week I would fall short of her goals. You know, I and, and it's not like I wasn't doing things. I mean, I was busy every day. I would work to try and pump out, you know, different specials for the different treatments, uh, things for the different seasons and, you know, uh, all the things that you need to keep uh, messages out for a local dental practice. I mean, I kept, kept uh, came up with newsletters and print ads and local mailers, Groupon posters. I mean, I even put together events for them, for their VIP patients. I mean, I was doing this for two practices and was also tasked with being new patient coordinator, making sure that people were answering the phones properly. I also had to make sure that they had a, a good new patient experience, that they were asking for reviews, and the list goes on and on and on of all the things that they uh, wanted me to do to help them get more new patients. And every week when I had a meeting with her, I mean, I grew more and more frustrated. I mean, for me, being frustrated, the way I show it is is to cry. I have never cried in front of an employer before. And yet week after week, I would go and I would end up crying in front of this employer. I mean, mainly because I wasn't living up to my own expectations. I really thought I could do this. I thought I could be a dental marketer. 
And, you know, after a year of, and a half of doing this day in and day out as a full-time staff member, I quit. I couldn't take it anymore. You know, plus I was taking a big pay cut uh, to work for them because they said if I'd gotten a certain amount of new patients, I will get extra money on top of my salary. Well, after a year and a half, my income didn't go up. So I decided uh, that since I couldn't really help them, I'd leave to pursue helping someone else. And, you know, I am so thankful. It was scary, but you know what? I took that step. And because that is when I found another practice that knew what they were doing as well when it came to marketing. And yet I had other experiences with the first dental practice that made them want to give me a chance to see what I could do for them. This whole thing about niching, right? It's about, you know, had I not worked for the first dentist, I wouldn't have been able probably to get work for the second dentist because I just didn't have the experience. I didn't have any successes to talk about. Now, there's an interesting thing that I did. Towards the end of working with the first dental practice, I was working from home. And so I had to keep a list of all the things that I did every day to make sure that, you know, she felt like they, uh, I was doing work. And so I kept this list or these lists of every day what the things that I was doing because I was doing a lot of things. And so when I was in the interview for the second practice and, uh, you know, one of the questions that I got asked was, okay, since you did this, all these things for this first practice, you know, what makes you, uh, you know, think that you could help our practice? And you know what? All I did was I pulled out the list of all the different things that I'd done day in, day out, day in, day out that showed that I knew what I was doing as far as I could do things. And they ultimately gave me a chance to help them. And that is the practice that I basically helped them bring in over a million dollars in collections within the year because of me increasing their new patient count so quickly uh, by taking all the things I had learned at the first dental practice and applying them to the second dental practice. And, you know, uh, and, and now I apply that to all the other practices that I work for. And, you know, I have worked with multiple practices since and not all have been as successful, yet they have. They always leave. My goal is to always leave a practice or working with someone, leave them a little bit better. And some of them end up being a lot better because I've been in their lives and helping them. And so I just know that I do what I can. But it's also helped me as far as focusing uh, on what kind of practice is the right kind of practice for me that I can really help. And though, even though I cried in front of that employer, the very, that first one, you know, and it was so embarrassing and I can't believe I did it. And I even look back at it now and I just shake my head. Like, I can't believe I cried in front of this woman, like week in week out is that I even cried on the day I left, you know, (laughs) but I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that experience for anything in the world because it drove me to get better at marketing to get better at digital marketing, to get better at video marketing, to get better at at looking at a budget and being able to look at the goals and what needs to happen to hit those goals, looking at statistics every single day, what's coming in from where, keeping track of all these things so I know exactly what is going on, what needs to be done to bring in and hit the goals that these practices and anybody that I work with, what they're looking for. So uh, again, yep. I cried in front of an employer for what? For all kinds of things. So I'm, <laughs> I'm happy I did it. Anyway, this is uh, Wendy Susan Richmond, and uh, make it a great day. And thanks for t- spending a little time with me. And until next time, bye bye. Marketing does rock. <laughs> all right. Bye bye. <laughs>